You are listening to Trophy Horse with your hosts, Tricky Mick, Alex, I yield to no one, Steve, and Sid. Welcome to Yours. This is episode 425. I'm your host, Tricky Mick. Alongside with me, the man, the myth, the legend, he's Alex. Man, I feel like I'm the only person on this podcast that's probably going to work tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I'm still injured. Otherwise, I'd be at work. He brings the awesome. It's I yield to no one. I, I will do my best not to make any pirate jokes. Yeah, they were, they were a little excessive last week. Did you get complaints about the number of pirate jokes? Because Homer... Wind Overdrive on the Facebook page with all the pirate memes. I I did not get any complaints, but I did complain only because of the fact that I, I don't think like I know you guys are giving me a hard time, and I know that it was uh all good natured and whatnot, but legit off the side, I am petrified that I'm never gonna get my sight back, and you guys making those jokes, like I know it was all in good fun, but it was just digging in me is like oh god please let me get my eyesight back so all right and we have a guest this week uh i don't know how to describe him other than he is an x-bot converted into a trophy whore his name is cool kid joe i also have to go to work this week so you're not alone okay sorry sorry i know that here in kentucky they just closed all non-essential retail Include finally the fucking malls after they closed PT clinics, but um, I don't know. Sorry for making the assumption, but I feel like everyone is cracking because everyone is quarantined. Whereas I work at a grocery store, so it's like, hey, I'm going to work and getting hazard pay. No, I um, are you actually getting hazard pay? We're getting two dollars extra so... um, until and through April per hour. I would consider that hazard pay under the circumstances. Yeah, unfortunately, if I did have to go to work, I would not get hazard pay because I'm considered a first responder. That's part of my job. Yeah, they did just lock everything down here, though. Uh, tomorrow is uh, non-essential retail, all closing. I get to collect unemployment. What's that like? <laughs> you get to sit at home and the government pays you. Yeah, but you're not getting paid nearly as much as you would. No. It's better than sitting at home and having the government not cut you a check. Well, Trump gets his way. We're all going to get $2,000. A month. Wait, no. I heard the stimulus package, wow. like, everybody, every adult gets 1000 and then for every kid, it's 500 That's not per month, though, is it? I thought it was per month. No, I just think it's a one-off. Philip Rivers is going to be rolling around in his government chest. <laughs> <laughs> like he needs it. Yeah, I was... Like, off subject, I was just listening to uh, Spotify because I listened to uh, Eddie Griffin comedy. His new special, he said he has 11 kids. Yeah, he does. It's wild. <laughs> There's all these memes going around of him, like, um, don't no more crowds of 10, and it's him and his wife and his, like, 11 kids. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, that dude's going to be so broke. <laughs> well, he, he, in one of his specials, he goes, uh, his... He goes, he got, at the time, he said he has nine kids, 
four or five baby mamas. He says his first of the month calls are a bitch. I imagine it's like a water slide now. They just pop out. (laughs) He he, he was like, I I do movies just to pay them. All right, so (laughs) let's get into our updated trophy count. I am level 55, total trophies of 12,966, with a plaque count of 238. Alex? Level 31, total trophy count of 6,926, with a platinum count of 103 platinums and 102 games. Yield? You know, I did show up today. I'm a level 28 with a trophy count of 6013 and a platinum count of 95. And Sid is level 40 with a total trophy count of 9,558 with 171 plats. And Joe? Uh, I just hit level 50 this week with a trophy count of 7,456 and a plat count of 264. All right, so... Uh, listeners, why I'm going to ask Joe a question. Why is that impressive? Joe, when did you start getting trophies? So in October, I was a level 17. Good God. <laughs> you like that? that that's, that's hardcore. At least for one episode, Tricky can't crow about having the most platinums. Well, he's got more I, platinums I, and less trophies. So that's a completionist there. Yeah, he doesn't have yeah, much I... of the crap that you have, Tricky. All the bronzes. Oh, oh, oh I have oh, so no, much he, crap. <laughs> he has a lot of crap. You think I was bad with the, the trophies? You should look at his list. Oh, it's 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 bad. I'm just I'm just spamming my way to level hundred. Do you do you, all right? So you got to ask questions. Do you have Hannah Montana? Uh, no. <laughs> that's one. What about Terminator Salvation? Uh, no. <laughs> There's two. Ooh, that's two. And how many visual novels have you done? Uh, Roughly. I don't need the exact number. Maybe like 15, 20? So that's impressive. Because I have like 100 visual novels. <laughs> so we can subtract a couple 100 platinums from Tricky's total. Yeah. And I still have more than you. That's fine. I'm over here playing games I want to play. Uh-huh. All right, so, Joe, tell us a little bit about yourself for our listeners. So, February last year, I hit a million gamer score on Xbox, and then I promptly um, burnt myself out doing it because I put up, like, 200,000 gamer score in, like, a calendar year, which is a lot, and I work full-time also, so I work about 50 hours a week, so I would come home and just, like, game and game and game and game and then i hit that and then i did it with a cool like special uh design labs controller i'll actually show you guys um when we're done recording this and it has a really cool plaque too that i got from uh geek made designs that uh holds it um and i kind of just like relaxed for a couple months and then like um i had uh i had some easy trophy games or whatever that i bought from like humble bundle um and that I got on sale, like, uh, and I just, like, kind of started, I played one in, like, June, and I'm like, oh, I have this, let me do it, or whatever, and then, um, I don't know, my buddy's brother, like, brags about, like, how good of a trophy hunter he is, or whatever, and, like, I could never pass him, and that's kind of what motivated me to do it, and I think he's a level 41, so I passed him a couple, like, a month ago. And, and did he make any comment about you passing him? 
yeah, he he told me to play real games. <laughs> oh, that sounds that sounds a lot like Alex and Yield. <laughs> yeah, he told me to play real games or whatever, and that I could never uh, do what he does, and I could never match up to the the trophy hunter that he is. Even though like all the games that he played, I played on Xbox. <laughs> That, that sounds eerily familiar to what I hear from Alice and Yield. Well, every see, week. no, no, because he just said he played all those games on Xbox, so he has done those games and then has gone on to something else. You're still trying to do it. The story but, changes every week. But Joe. we, but we said you're fine doing what you do. Alex and I are going the more traditional, non-chumpy route. But you're going that way. You live it. That's fine. I'm not jumping. I'm legit playing the games. Here's the thing, Tricky. You, no matter how no, many platinums no, you have, no. when earned, you play the game oh. once on the Vita and then turn around and resave it on the on the Sony or on the Four and not play it, that's jumping. No, no, that is jumping. But that, I've never done that. The only person on this show that's ever done that is Alex. So you've earned. First of all, all it was unintentional. Yeah, it was unintentional. Wait, okay, here, here, this is. This I, di- I didn't say it was intentional. I'm just saying the only person that's ever on this show that has ever played a game on one console, uploaded the save, and popped the, the trophies on another console. The only person doing it on the show is and Alex. I acknowledge and that's that why every he said 100. episode because it was Sly Cooper, I, Thieves in Time, and you make fun of me for acknowledging it, and now you're trying to call me out for it. No, I'm it's not the only way you can play that game. I've done it. Switch between the handheld and the console. It's the only way you can do crossplay with that game is that you earn the trophies in both. So there's no way around it. Question. Answer. Yes, sir. Does that still work? Yes. Okay, because I know for sound shapes it, it stopped working, and I had to re- I had to buy all the DLC. I did sound shapes like a really really long time ago, like years ago, and that kind of like that's what kind of got me up to seventeen so quickly, like back in the day. And then, like, um, I did all the versions, and then I went to go, like, sync it, and now it's just like, no. And then I had to buy all the DLC for all regions of the game. Are you sure? Because I... I, I no, they, it's, a, it's a discontinued a feature. It doesn't work anymore. Okay. okay I, I know somebody did it a couple months tricky, ago. you wanted to call me out earlier, I'll say this. Sound Shapes is a game uh. I platinumed, and then I bought it two more times for the Trophy War... Just earn extra trophies, but I never copied that platinum save file over into the cloud, so I don't have the platinum in what the Vita and maybe the PS4 and version. PS3. I can't remember if I have the platinum in the PS3, or the PS4. I didn't do that shit for that game. You you have it for the four. You do not have it for the. Three. Okay, well I bought it for two other. I guess it must have been the Vita and the three, and didn't change my save file over to get the platinums in that, which I could have done. Well, I thought, I thought if you bought it once, you got all the versions. No, because it's different regions. It, like, if you buy it once, um, you get the PS4, PS3, and Vita versions. Like, it's cross-buy, but, like, um, it has, like, like a Europe stack and a Japan stack and an Asia stack. Oh, no. And... The, the, these guys don't worry about stacks. I, I was just oh. talking about the, the North Americans. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah they, they, that's what Yield was giving me crap about is because, I, like, I bought Daggerhood in all the regions and got the Platinum six times. Which one? Daggerhood. Oh, Daggerhood is fun. <laughs> I that's what I say. All ten minutes All of right. it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's get into what we're playing. Yield, we'll start with you, sir. Oh, uh, I see here. Played some Broforce, some Rocket League, World of Warship Legends. Jumped back into Strange Brigade and was going through the DLC pack. 
And that may have been it. I didn't hear any rock band. I didn't play any rock band yet. Okay. Does it doesn't Alex... end till Tuesday? I do my work on Tuesday. <laughs> Alex, what are you playing? Well, I've been watching Ashley play a lot of Animal Crossing, but um, I myself. Mostly been finishing up the Oxide Time Trials and Crash Team Racing, which I have completed. The Gasm Oxide Grand Prix ends today. It is, the, of course, the final Grand Prix for Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. And today I finished off the Oxide Time Trials by beating Oxide on every single track in the game. Getting my special decal, my special Oxide decal. Big fucking flex for me. And, uh, Tricky, you want to make, you know, throw shade at me oh. and Yield for playing certain games and not uh, going, you know, ru- like, you know, running and plowing through games just to get Platinums. I feel like me beating the Oxide Time Trials when I felt like, you know, six months ago I could never do that gives me more satisfaction than all of the games you played over this great... I, I gave you credit for getting that Platinum, sir. Yeah, and the bonus Time Trials with Oxide are even fucking harder than the regular ones. But yes, yeah, so if you want to play games you, for trophies, if that's where you get your satisfaction, that's fine. But if Yield and I just want to play games and not necessarily care about our, you know, Platinum count that much anymore... Then why are both legit? Uh, I never said it wasn't legit. You quit. But if I'm not going to give you shit, then you shouldn't give me shit. You're the one that started by giving me shit. I No, all I was doing was clarifying what Yield said. That's all I did. What did I say? That, uh, I saved over and popped trophies without playing the game. Oh, I thought that's what you did because you said that's what you did. No. No? I legit played every game. Legit. Okay. That's cool. Legit played every game. Legit played so fighting words going back and legit forth. Legit played 238 games. Yes. All right. All right. And, and I and I said the only trophy on my list that was not earned by me was done in a way to test out if somebody was if cross playing could get a trophy, and the trophy was in Assassin's Creed, in which somebody just literally had to walk to a balcony and the trophy popped. Didn't Sweet Mama oh, D get you some trophies? You mean share play or you mean cross play? You mean share play. Share play. Back share play when it first came out where you I like I could you could from your house play a game on my PlayStation 4. Yeah. I I I back then there was the question of if somebody was share playing and a trophy popped would it come whose account would it go on? So I had uh, at the time RC Stash, I don't know if you guys remember him. Yeah. I share share played with him. I got to the place where the balcony was. I told him to walk to the balcony, press the button in which SEO just leans on the balcony and a trophy pops because that's a, a legit trophy. And then we undid the share play. I looked on my trophy count and the, and the trophy was on my list. But I had him do it because it's a simple trophy that I could have done myself arbitrarily. But yes, technically one person popped one trophy on my Hold list. Hold on, wait. Didn't Sweet Mama D earn some trophies on your account? Negative. You sure about that? I feel like that was something we talked about on the podcast. She did earn trophies on my account with Just Dance, but I formatted that system and those trophies never hit my list. Because I'm honorable. Uh, oh, okay. All right, Joe, what Joe, what do you play, sir? Uh, right now, uh, just some, like, quick, easy trophy games, because that's what I'm doing. And uh, I've been playing Road to the Show and MLB The Show. 
All right. Now, hold on. Joe, I got a question for you. Do you play certain games like the trophy games, the easy trophy games, alongside other games? Because you mentioned MLB The Show. I'm assuming that's not like a great trophy game. It's just one you're just playing because you enjoy it. Oh, I love baseball. I play the show every year. So you're you're not just like flogging these platinum games. You're also playing other games, too. You're kind of doing the same side by side. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, um, I play the show for, like, a little bit each day, and then, like, I, the last couple days I've been kind of, like, tired from work or whatever, not because, like, I've been working hard or whatever, it's really slow, I'm just, like, tired because I don't have to get my energy up at work, and I'm just kind of, like, slogging through my day, um, but I, I come home, I play, like, a couple games usually, like, I'll get, like, a plat or two, and then I will play the show, like, Road, like, Road to the Show, which is, like, my player. I've always heard the MLB the show is a uh, is a really good game series. Yeah, it's uh it's going multi plat next year, so I'm pretty excited about that. Yep. Now, well, hold right. on. Which would be your console of choice to play that on? Since you you play oh, both Xbox. the Xbox and the the PlayStation. Xbox. You gonna you gonna trade off your PS for a show? Controller preference. Just go get a scuff controller like I do. I don't want to get a scuff controller. I have an Elite V2 controller. Oh, my lord. Well, Joe, is that going to be a cross-platform game, then? Say what? Is that going to be a cross-platform game when it all comes to all systems? Yeah. MLB, well, they haven't officially confirmed it yet, but MLB did say that it's no longer exclusive, and then, like, two minutes after that announcement, both Microsoft and Nintendo posted baseball memes on their Twitters. So... It's pretty much guaranteed it's going to them, too. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I'm telling cross you, I th- platform is in, he, if he plays on the Xbox, can he play with other people on the PlayStation? We don't know oh, I don't know. We don't know yet. That has. We really, only thing we know right now is that the show is not going to be a PlayStation exclusive anymore. That's all we know right now. It's all right. It doesn't We're going to get Bloodborne, too. <laughs> all right. And I have been playing uh, Division 2, obviously. Uh, I started playing the Control. And I, since I have, I'm not far into it yet. So far, I don't like the, here's a pun. I don't like the way it controls. Um, it, it feels very similar to when I played it at PAX East. But I am getting used to it. So maybe, you know, as I go deeper into it, I'll uh, have better impressions. Uh, and because I have PlayStation now to play Control, I've also downloaded NASCAR Heat because remember last week I was saying I wanted to play uh, the yeah. new NASCAR game, I which s- is I saw you NASCAR that. Heat 4. How, how is that? Because I've heard the Heat games are eh. They're not the games of EA. Like, they, they, uh, I, I raced at Daytona, and even though, like, this is a mini quirk to me and, like, this is a first world problem, I clearly passed somebody below the yellow line at Daytona and it didn't black flag me, and that kind of irritated me. See, I, I don't like the racing, the NASCAR racing games for the simple fact of the wrecking uh, module isn't legit where you could tumble your car down the backstretch and then still... And the question and, does and, come out. And then come into the pits and still run up front. I mean, I mean you can go end for end. And it's like that car shouldn't even be driving <clears throat> anymore. And I'm just... What I don't like is, like, again, racing at Daytona, you know bump drafting is a part of racing. Oh, absolutely. So so I'm drafting the guy, and I come up, and I barely tap his bumper. All of a sudden, he's spinning out. <laughs> awesome. But yet, I, but going into a curve, I can nail a guy's back end, and he holds his line perfectly. 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm gonna play a little bit more. I I did a create a character. I don't like the fact that uh, you start out off as, as a dirt racer. I'd be okay with that. So, work your way. I up. thought I would be too, but see, like the first race I did was at Charlotte, which is not like you know the big Charlotte track. It's like the inner track. And then the next race I did was Bristol. And they covered Bristol in complete dirt. <laughs> but it's but it's the actual Bristol track, like the, the half mile around. So it's like everything you know about how to drive Bristol in a game completely changes because now you are literally drifting into the turns all the way around. And basically, as soon as you come out of a drift, out of a turn into the straightaway, you have to start drifting again to make the other turn, otherwise you're going to hit the outside wall. So. Alright, so everybody that doesn't care about NASCAR, we're done with that talking. Alright, so let's get into our news stories. Uh, you got Alex made the comment about people going to work. Uh, apparently, GameStop employees no longer have to go to work. Uh, we... <laughs> well... Yield, there's two parts of the story. Yeah, I know. The first part of the story, the first part of the story is uh, coming from IGN. It says GameStop employees are told to keep the stores open because they are quote essential end quote business amid the coronavirus outbreak. That is fucking ridiculous. That, coming that, from that, IGN, that, GameStop has not been has never been essential, <clears throat> and especially not in recent years when no one goes there to buy anything. That that is right. that I do agree with the the essential statement is a little over the top. Did you okay, see the reason? <laughs> hold, hold on, let me get into the article here. <laughs> I know you guys want to do this. Coming from IGN, across the United States, stores deemed non-essential are closing either voluntary or gov- by government order to help people keep safe and limit the spread of the outbreak of coronavirus. But employees at the video retailer GameStop claim managers and corporate executives are failing to comply with these ordinances, and GameStop has confirmed to IGN that its intention to keep stores open, quote, as essential businesses, end quote. A representative for GameStop has since confirmed to IGN via email that the corporation is keeping stores open as essential business during the pandemic, citing a list of items GameStop sells that the company deems to be, quote, essential products. These lists of items provided to IGN include webcams, microphones, mice, keyboard, monitors, chargers, audio equipment, and more. No game or game consoles are listed. IGN obtained internal memos from GameStop Corporate informing them that stores should remain open despite the pandemic. Quote, due to the products we carry that enable or enhance our customers' experience from in working from home, we believe GameStop is classified as essential retail and therefore is able to remain open during this time, end quote. Now, there's more on the article, but most, mostly it's repeating all that. Uh, now you gentlemen may mock and you know fun of this. Well, the rumor that I heard is that they're in sh- such shit financial shape that they can't afford to go to to close the stores during this because that'd be the nail in the coffin. Uh, I mean, like, think uh, think about it. Like, their business model, they used to be making money hand over fist because of the used game market. Now with the, like, digital downloads and, like, Walmart has, for like, even for a long time now been the number one games retailer in the U.S. How many people sell video games now? Like, how you can just buy them off of Amazon? But especially because you can just download them to your console. Like, 
GameStop's idea that they are essential, and I don't actually believe that they are essential. They're just trying to make an excuse to stay open so they can make some money because they need to make money because their business model is fucked. They are, like, if they right, do not game- go out of business in the next <laughs> few years or in the next year, I would be surprised because their business model is it is dead. They have nothing. GameStop, GameStop provided this following statement to IGN. Uh, quote, while GameStop is best known as a provider for gaming and home entertainment systems, we, we offer a wide variety of products and devices that are important to facilitate remote work, distance learning, and virtual connectivity. As millions of Americans face unprecedented challenges adapting to the virtual learning, working, and interaction, there is a significant need for technology solutions, and we are one of many providers for these products that remain open at this time. Schools, businesses, and families are now suddenly dependent on being able to connect through technology. While there are many businesses and organizations far more critical than ours, we believe we have a positive impact on this, challenge, on this very challenging time. The health and safety of our employees and customers is of the utmost importance, and, we'll, and we have and will continue to take extensive precautions consistent with CDC guidelines. We are complying with all state, county, city, and local ordinances, and will continue to adjust to any future developments, end quote. GameStop has, like, two keyboards in stock. Total. <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to make that connection. That's it. <laughs> but it's essential. No, anything that GameStop shells, you can get cheaper elsewhere. You can buy that shit off of Amazon. And you know what? Like we said, you can buy games directly from the console makers over their um, internet infrastructure. Now, I mean, you some can't people... even buy it on Amazon right now, though, because they're only delivering like toilet paper and like medical supplies. Oh. They're not delivering games. Like my Final Fantasy VII is delayed. It's delayed. It's not like just pushed back. It's not being delivered slower. The, um, my delivery date says pending now. Okay, well then, do you have the internet though? I do have the because, internet because that is an issue for some people. They may not have internet service, like a lot of schools that are closing here in uh, Jefferson County. They are trying to figure out how to get kids who don't have internet access, regular internet access, like uh, like laptops and stuff, so that they can actually use the internet to complete their schoolwork. If for, you know, if they do close school throughout the rest of the year, so internet well, access that's thing that's could be happen. an issue. But like you, as someone who has the internet, and you who have consoles, you could just go download them. You don't need to go to GameStop. Why would I buy an icky digital copy? <laughs> Well, I would ask you, oh. why would you support a store? One, who tried to sell me a used copy of Okami is new, which prevented me from ever shopping there again. Four, forces their employees to work during this time, and as a video games retailer, considers themselves essential. I don't really feel bad for the fact that they have to work like my friends work there, and like I don't feel bad just because like I am also working. I am too, but I'm also selling people food, so I'm essential. Yeah. You need food to live. All you do right. not need video games to live. The other, now, the second part of this is all the co- conversations like we just had were saying that they're not essential. GameStop has officially decided, starting March 22nd, to close all stores. Uh, quote, in their words, temporarily stop customers' access to storefronts, processing orders only on a digital-only basis, and moving to curbside pickup stores and e-commerce delivery only. So there's still people working in the store. You're just not able to go to the store. You have to do curbside pickup. 
Uh, their quote was, our priority has been and continues to be on the well-being of our employees, customers, and business partners. We have been steadfast to adhere to CDC guided safety and local government orders for retailers in each of our communities. That's end quote. GameStop statement also went on to say that the company has assured employees that they do not have to work if they feel uncomfortable with it and should stay home if they feel sick. GameStop adds that they will, quote, pay all U.S. employees who hours have been eliminated an additional two weeks at their regular pay rate based on the average hours worked in the last 10 weeks, end quote. And that GameStop will reimburse all benefits-eligible employees their portion of benefit expenses. So, I mean, this announcement is, one, either done because they caught so much backlash for trying to stay open, and two, also, because governors of a lot of states are saying, by law, you cannot be open, or you could, you have to follow some certain rules. So this was not done out of the goodness of their heart. Now, I will say them doing, like, paying their employees, which a lot of companies are not doing, like, I will give them props for that, but they are not do, taking this measure because they, like, they feel they should. They're being forced to. All right. Anybody else have any more comments they want to make about this? I don't think a lot of those stores are doing, like, curbside or whatever you want to call it. I mean, like, when are they going to do that? Well, I, I, I got an email from Best Buy because apparently I bought all the Star Wars movies in 4K. And I totally forgot it. But I got an email from them saying that when it's released that... I need to pull up to the front of the Best Buy with my trunk open. Somebody will walk to my driver's side window, verify that I am who I am and my order. They will place my product in my trunk and that I am responsible for closing my trunk. It's exceptionally That's... extra. Right. Cause, but the funny thing is, is in my car, like my trunk is part of my car. Like you open up the, the back hatch because I have a Chevy Equinox. You open up the back hatch, like, there's nothing separating from me from the trunk. So, but I have to drive up with my trunk open, wait for them to verify it. They'll put it in my trunk. I have to drive away and then close my trunk once I'm away from the front of the store. I mean, are they really making that much money during this time selling games to people? I mean, I don't know. If, I've seen pictures of New York City. And of course, New York is kind of in a crisis <clears throat> right now. But, like, even yes, downtown Louisville is, like, there's, like, you take a look downtown and it's just clear. Like, the streets are clear. There's so many businesses closed and people staying home. Can they really be making more than one sale an hour, if that? Um, so, uh, one of my buddies is a store manager, and he said, with now, with everybody getting, like, essentially getting ready to locked up and not work and stuff like that, he said that he's been busier now than they were during the holiday time. That is surprising. I, now, like, did, did he say what they were buying? Was it mostly people buying the newer games, like the Dooms and uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon this, or Animal Crossing? This was before Doom and Animal Crossing came out. So, like, the couple days before it came out. So, I mean, that that Pokemon Mystery Dungeon didn't do that well. Like, my store is a busier store in state, like the one that I go to, and they only got, like, six or eight copies of it. So that's like a really like niche title. At the same time, though, it's probably one of the bigger name releases because it is Pokemon at the time. I mean, yeah. it's going to be overshadowed by Doom and Animal Crossing, of course, but I can't really yeah. think of any other big releases right around this time. Yeah, just Final Fantasy VII, that's it. and Oh, and Resident Evil's coming out soon, too. 
All right, moving on to our next story. Sony reportedly pulls Mario Creation from Dreams after a Nintendo complaint. Sony is reportedly pulling the Super Mario Creation from Dreams after Nintendo issued a complaint, according to Go Nintendo via Eurogamer. Dreams player Piece of Craft took to Twitter to talk about their creation being pulled from the game, alleging their Super Mario, Super Mario model, which is available for other players to use in their own Dreams creations, was taken down. Piece of Craft also stated that they received an email from Sony Interactive Entertainment Europe said that Nintendo had issued a complaint about their intellectual property being used in a Sony game. Piece of Craft's Mario model can be seen using be, can be seen you being used in other users' creations. It's unclear if those creations have been impacted by Sony's decision to remove it. Piece of Craft followed up by saying that they can no longer edit the Mario creation as it's been marked quote removed due to copyright material says I can remix it but the original I can no longer edit and others will not be able to find or be able to use it not sure what will happen to the levels that use the Mario we'll have to wait and see it's kind of a slap on the wrist now the article does go on but does anybody think that Nintendo uh, I mean obviously they're within their right but do you think they went too far in taking us down out of dreams yield we'll start with you sir I mean, I'd have to look at the picture. I mean, did, I mean, is it like? It's yeah, it's spot it's on. Mario. Spot on, Mario. Spot on. <sighs> I mean, they're like the dreams. Team, I, like, I don't. They, they're trying I really don't to think get they like complain about it. But the dreams team, like, they're trying to allow people to take their creations in dreams and use them elsewhere. So that means if people are creating things that are Nintendo properties, then they are trying to get like the like. By the rules of the game, and like, and by the the tools that they have, that they could potentially take those elsewhere and do other things with them. So, I mean, well, it, I, Alex, I'll go with you on that. If this was to be created outside of Dreams, but this is within Dreams, and there's no monetization for this right now. Yeah, but I'm saying so like, they, like eventually they will be allowing people. Hopefully, they said to take stuff out that they create in Dreams and use it elsewhere, so people could create something Correct. in Dreams and they use it elsewhere. Correct, but that's not happening now. That's true, that's but I'm if saying. they don't like set this precedent now, then you have a bigger problem trying to put out more fires in the future. I mean, do you think Sony would allow, if Nintendo had something like this on their console, do you think Sony would allow visages of Aloy in that game? I, 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 I'm, I'm going to say no, they're not going to allow it. Well, wasn't Nintendo but... also a company that killed off a lot of, like, for a while that they were killing off Let's Plays on YouTube of their games? They weren't killing them off. They were just monetizing every one of them. Okay, but Nintendo they, obviously has always had a very strong hold on their properties, which I guess we can understand, which is why when stuff like, was it Mario Run or Magikarp Jump or, you know, all these, like, mobile games like Pokemon started coming out, like, for the mobile companies, like, people were shocked because Nintendo had never let anything go outside of their purview. Joe, what do you think about this? Uh, Nintendo has actually, or has always been, like, very protective of their properties, and I mean, like, this goes back, like, years. Um, there's a, someone made, like, a custom Pokemon game called Pokemon Uranium for, like, PC, and it, like, mimicked, like, uh, like, the old Game Boy Advance games, and, uh, someone made it, it took them a couple years to make it, and it was a free download, and they they were just like, yeah, no, you can't have this. And then they got it pulled from, like, wherever it was downloaded. Like, you could still download it, but, like, where he had it available, you can't find it anymore. 
I mean, I just think Nintendo, like, Nintendo's well within the right to do this. I just think this wasn't necessary. Well, I mean, like, think about but, it, like, Disney, like, part of the reason that Sora, people were saying that, like, Nintendo's come out and said they've approached Disney about using Sora in Smash Brothers, and they said, basically, no, we got shut down. Look at Disney and how protective they are. A lot of these yeah, companies... I, I, I thought that was stupid, too, though. I thought that was stupid, too. Yeah, like, you would think that it would bring more attention to Kingdom Hearts and to Nintendo's properties... Yeah, you look at something like Microsoft and bringing Banjo there. Of course, they're not doing anything with Banjo now, but like bringing Banjo to Super Smash Bros. was a smart thing because it brings back the interest in Banjo. It, it, realizes, it makes people realize, like, hey, I really like Banjo. If they come out with another game, I'll buy it. Or it, it reintroduces the character to a new audience, and they're like, hey, this character's cool. But, I mean, I think almost every company would do this. I, I think that at least any entertainment company I can think of, like, there's always something like this where they're shutting down something where it's like, hey, you can't use this potentially commercial like com- for commercial uses obviously but i feel like you you insert company a into like uh, a mad lib and instead of nintendo and i think almost any company would have done this in nintendo's position not only that but like when they announced banjo um was coming to smash they also did like an announcement like if you want to play banjo kazooie you could play it on xbox one and it's backwards compatible too like during the nintendo press conference which, like, really kind of surprised me. Well, yeah, I mean, because, like, well, Microsoft, with this move, they're smart. Like, this is a smart move. Like, yes, they've been trailing behind in the current console race, but, you know, they do have smart people work in there. It's like, hey, we can put Banjo in there, and we can market this, and we can make money off an older game that, you know, they didn't have a lot of success with Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, but they realized that, that Banjo-Kazooie is a, a valuable franchise, and if they can, you know, put out, like, um, sell people the original game and then use that to sell a new game in the series down the line... That's good marketing. I hope they give it to Platonic. But as like far as Mario, like Mario being in like a Sony game, um, I mean that's not great marketing because everyone knows who Mario is. You don't need that in there. And like I said, I mean you can say that's unnecessary by Nintendo and they're kind of being killjoys. But I feel like Sony, if Ratchet and Clank showed up somewhere, or Aloy, or Kratos, if they showed up in some Nintendo game, Sony would put the kibosh on that. To uh actually add to this um someone made like a multiplayer halo game or whatever for like the pc that was free to play because there wasn't like one to actually play since halo 2 got shut down and microsoft actually gave those guys jobs well yeah i mean if you find talented people then you know if they if they can make good stuff why not give them jobs especially if they're versed in the franchise uh yeah tricky you were talking about earlier how and uh, this is something we've all kind of echoed about nintendo being very protective and like shutting down mods and stuff actually i think it was you joe but yeah i know there are different mods for super smash Bros. ultimate right now like smash flash is a game you can play and it's got like a bunch of characters like waluigi and sora that aren't and goku i think is in there too a bunch of characters you can't play in ultimate and then there's also like other mods have they loosened their grip because i don't know how those other games exist with Super Smash Bros. Ult- Super Smash Bros. Ultimate still being a thing, and Nintendo, you know, having such a tight grip on everything. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, yeah, I just it seems like there are mods for Nintendo games out there now that are still existing and like being advertised on YouTube by like say uh, prominent Smash Brothers players. So I just didn't know if anyone had kind of if Nintendo if I had missed the reading somewhere that Nintendo was kind of like more cool with that stuff now. I mean, people are gonna do what they want to do. That's true, but obviously if Nintendo finds within... I mean, who knows, maybe someone from Nintendo plays Dreams, but if they can find something within Dreams like this, I figure, like, a Flash game wouldn't be that hard for them to sniff out and, and put the kibosh on. Yeah. 
All right, let's move on to our last news topic before our topic of the week. Uh, yield. Yes. You like Tales from the Borderlands, right? I do. It's just, did you it's the Did best you forget one. about me and how I have the platinum in that game and how I say it's the best Telltale game? Could, could you Could you be patient for me to lead into this? No, obviously not, because I spoke up already. Oh my lord! You just kill my segues. All right, so system segues killed. They were dead on arrival. Tales, Tales for the Borderlands Redux leak seems to tease a sequel. Two short clips from what is reportedly a trailer from Tales from the Borderlands re-release with added content has been posted online. These videos also tease a sequel to the Telltale game. First servicing on Reddit, the two clips are videos of the trailer playing on a monitor. The clips fit together to make a whole trailer. Both are under a minute and they are hosted on Imager. Uh, which only allows videos up to 60 seconds, which reveals a game called Tales from the Borderlands Redux. If real, Redux will apparently include developer commentary for each episode, codex entries, new concept art, unused content from the original release, and a, uh, and a new, quote, mini-episode. The trailer does not say how many minutes of extra gameplay this episode will provide, but the framing of the, short cuts the, the, of the shot cuts the digits out of the frame. The trailer concludes on a 2020 date, which then flickers into a single digit, two, which could be seen as a teaser for a sequel or second season of Tales from the Borderlands. Brain it. The, the studio logos at the start of the trailer include Telltale, 2K, Gearbox, and most interestingly, Ad Hoc Studio, which is a developer set up by an ex-Telltale Games staff employee. So, Yield, and, well, you know what, Alex, what do you think about this? Yield. Brain it! Shut up and take my money! Okay, Joe, what do you think about this? Um, Tales from the Borderlands is actually one of my uh, favorite episodic games, so if I can get more Gordis, I'm all in, as long as it has a new um, achievement list and a trophy list. We've heard rumors about Telltale, or uh, ever since the Phoenix Rising from the Ashes, the, the new Telltale we heard rumors about a Tales from the Borderlands sequel because I think there was always plan to be one. Uh, did we not talk about on the show how Gearbox would be willing to do a uh, Tales from the Borderlands sequel? There was an employee at Gearbox that said that they wanted to head it up. The guy, I think, it never the, was. The it was never officially who, Gearbox. Yeah, he was. It was it the one who wrote three, two or three. I think he. I, I think the guy that wrote three said he would love to do a sequel, but it's never been Gearbox that said. Hey, we're gonna do it. It was the employee at Gearbox that said it. But I mean, there there are articles like going back to February about rumors about Tales of the Borderlands two being a thing. So this comes as no surprise. I would certainly be on board with it because I would love to buy a sequel Tales from the, to Tales from the Borderlands because I appreciate the world that was created with Borderlands and I do like the characters and I love the art style. I was never super into the original Borderlands game and I've never played Borderlands two. Um, I mean, I, it, it's a fun game, but it's not a universe I could jump jump into and get wrapped up in as easily as others. So I recognize the creativity that went into it, and I recognize that it's really good. But for me, Tales from the Borderlands um, and the characters that were created th there were far more interesting than anything I played in the original Borderlands by Gearbox. So I actually prefer Tales right. to the Borderlands, the spinoff, as opposed to the, the full-fledged Borderlands games. Alrighty, alright, that is the end of our topics, but we do have a topic of the week. 
Now, this is when we're going to get very nerdy and technical. Which means it's Tricky's it, time to shine. And Yielder, <laughs> I, Yield and I are just going to sit here and gawk. Yeah. Uh, we'll be like, what would you say? Dumb it down. I, I, I'm going to assume that neither one of you guys watched the video. You are absolutely right. I watched nothing about the PlayStation 5 news. As a matter of fact, when I saw something that you posted something about, hey, there's PlayStation 5. Who's ready for PlayStation 5 news? I was like, oh, that's tonight. Well, I mean, here's the thing, like... I know that people are really excited about this, and they'll they'll want to gobble up every bit of information they can about the PlayStation Five. I'm gonna buy it. I'm already kind of sold because I've never not owned a Sony console, as far as like the the home consoles go. So I'm kind of already in. Now I'm not gonna buy it right away. I'll wait, but I don't really need to know anything else other than the studios that work for Sony are gonna still be making games for the PlayStation Five. All right, Joe, did you watch this video at all? Uh, yeah, I did. I got kind of bored by it, um, because it was a lot of technical stuff, um, like, and I obviously kind of wanted to see the system, and I really wanted to see some, like, like a tech demo of all this tech that they're talking about. Like, you remember what, I, I don't remember what they did with the PS4, but I remember, you remember when the PS3, they showed its, like, graphical power by showing that video of ducks and how many ducks they could fit on the screen or whatever? Right. Is that, like, in the bathtub? bathtub? Yeah, and, like, I mean, you don't have to show me a game or just, like, show me what this thing is capable of doing. Like, don't just, like, talk to me about a hard drive for, like, 40 minutes. <laughs> All right. Now, to, to be fair, a lot of when Sony kind of mismarketed this in a way where they went out to the actual gamers and said, hey, come listen to PlayStation 5 news. What, what in reality this was was... Since GDC got canceled, this was the speech that Sony was going to give at GDC that was aimed at all of the developers. So this wasn't really meant for the gamers, but Sony put this out and advertised it as, hey, come check out the PlayStation 5, which they didn't lie about because it was an hour-long talk about the PlayStation 5. It was just not what the gamers really wanted because... They wanted to see the hardware. They wanted to see the new DualShock 5. They wanted to see games. That This was not it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do Alex's favorite thing and read an article. Make sure because you give credit this, to the author. I am. Now, this article is coming from IGN. It is written by jo Jonathan Dornbush. Now, I'm going to read this semi-fast just to get through it, because it's a little bit of a long article, not too long. If there's anything that I say, gentlemen, that you don't understand or have a question about, please feel free to stop me, and I will try to explain it the best I can. Well, depending on how long this passage is, we might be asleep, given it's all technical jargon. <laughs> well, there's a lot. Of, there was a lot of people falling asleep during this. Uh, ironically, this is the reason why I posted the Jared Petty meme in Trophy Wars Facebook group. Because this this was a reaction to that. All right, so here we go. Ugh, let me get situated here. PlayStation 5 is getting a system architecture deep dive today, hosted by Sony designer Mark Cerny, and they were streaming it and watching it. The deep dive is going, going. Uh, we don't need to reel that. Okay, PlayStation 5 uh, uh, SSD features. Sony, Mark Cerny discussed during the PlayStation 5 reveal event, one of the Paramount effects 
efforts Sony is making with the PlayStation 5, listening to developers to ensure the learning period of getting up to speed with the PlayStation 5 would be quick for developers. Sony's estimating it will take under a month for most developers to get a handle of the PlayStation 5's tech, which is even lower than the company's estimated month to two months on the PlayStation 4. The solid-state hard drive, custom-built, uh, is also what's key to Sony endeavoring to do what to help developers. Sony explained that rather than the PlayStation 4's hard drive bandwidth of 50 to 100 megabytes per second, the target speed of the PlayStation 5 is 5 gigs at the least. And the hope is that the load times, as opposed to 1 gig in 20 seconds on the PlayStation 4, can become 0.27 seconds for 2 gigs on the PlayStation 5. Cerny also explained that the Stylus 8 hard drive is just not about improving load times for the player, but also to benefit game design. The hope is that the developers will be able to use the standard state hard drive to more easily load in textures and areas of a level more quickly than ever before, as not to have a segment levels with all too familiar elevator rides we experience in games. The hard drive on the PlayStation 5 will likely have more RAM. Most of the RAM is working on the game's behalf, Cerny explained. The core goals of the standard state hard drive and the PlayStation 5, according to Sony, are, quote, boot the game in a second, no load screens, designed with freedom, more disk space on the game and on the solid state hard drive, and patch installs go away. Install times and the lack of them on the PlayStation 5 are clearly what's important priorities for Sony, given Sony's explanation. Quote, with a solid state hard drive, though no seeks, no need to make brand new files with changes incorporated, which means no installs as you know them today, end quote. But the solid-state hard drive is the only element that allows for all this to happen, so he explained. The hard drive has a custom flash controller, which includes six different levels of priority for developers to use. What this essentially means is that developers can code what elements of the game need to be prioritized in how they're delivered to the player. Cerny also spoke to the expandability of the solid-state hard drive and the kind of storage you need. According to Cerny, it depends on how you use it. A large external hard drive is ideal for players with a large PlayStation 4 backlog. Cerny suggested keeping PlayStation 4 games on the hard drive as not to take up the space of the pricier 5's solid-state hard drive. Any questions so far? It just nope. sounds like a bunch of tech stuff. It, it really is a bunch of tech stuff. Alright, so no more questions. We're going to keep going. Keep going, because... Yeah, keep going. <laughs> I'm trying to do this as fast as I can. Oh, I know. PlayStation's, PlayStation 5 GPU backwards compatibility and more. A custom RD, R, RDNA 2-based AMD GPU is installed in the PlayStation 5. Speaking with AMD, Sony aimed to have a custom GPU reduce power consumption, optimize performance, and add a new advanced feature set, that, but a set that is malleable. Sony said, in fact, that the hope is players seeing PC GPU, all these initials are going to get tongue-tied, around the launch of the PlayStation 5 is similar features, meaning Sony's efforts have proven valuable, not that Sony's already taken the existing GPUs off the shelf. As for backwards compatibility, Sony confirmed that the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 4 Pro Legacy modes will be included in the system to run PlayStation 4 games. While the PlayStation 5 will normally run at a native mode for all next-gen games, at launch, Sony confirmed that the PlayStation 5 will be able to play, quote, almost all, end quote, of the top 100 most played PlayStation 4 games at the launch of the system that is uh, 100 is determined by the most playtime. Uh, as for backwards compatibility, Sony had the file to say an updated breakdown. Quote, 
Lastly, we're excited to confirm that the backwards compatibility features are working well. We recently took a look at the top 100 PlayStation 4 titles as ranked by GameTime and we expected almost all of them to be playable at launch on the PlayStation 5 with more than 4,000 games being published on the PlayStation 4. We will continue the testing process and expand backwards compatibility coverage over time. End quote. Uh, okay. That is backwards compatibility. Well, hold on. Let me ask. Almost- um, this makes no mention of PlayStation 3, PlayStation 2, and PlayStation 1 games. Right, yes. that that's what I was about to go into before we do the next section. Okay. The P- PS One, PS Two, and PS Three have never been confirmed by Sony. It's always been a rumor that Sony never confirmed or denied. From inside sources, they are saying that the PlayStation Five can do backwards compatibility right now, currently with every system except for the PS3, and that's because they're having a hard time getting the cell processor into the PlayStation 5 to properly run the PS3 games. My feeling is if they can't get the 3 to work, we're not going to get 2 or 1 because they're not going to just skip over a generation. Yeah, but you're also going to have a lot of people who assume that the PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 compatibility is coming, and they'll be quite pissed. I mean, granted, they'll probably still buy the 5 anyway, but you will have people... Because I feel like now it is an expectation that it's coming. Well, it, it, it's been a highly rumored. I mean, I was even talking to uh, Levi about it because Levi thought it was uh, coming as well. I, I, I had to clarify, the only backwards compatibility that Sony has confirmed at any time was PlayStation 4. It was always rumored, heavily rumored, that 1, 2, and 3 was also coming. And it sounds like you're not even going to get all the four games. You're just going to get the latest well, or the no, greatest. At, la- at launch, all of them, are, or most of them are going to work. We're eventually going to get them all. Okay. See, yeah, eventually- I think the issue with this is, um, like, they're really mismanaging their messaging. Because um, when I watched that, that tech demo, they said the 100 most played, and that was basically all they really talked about. So I'm like, oh, they're only going to have, like, 100 games or whatever, and then they had to release, like, a separate message saying, oh, yeah, no, all 4,000 or whatever, and this is, like, the Xbox One reveal, like, all over again, where, like, they're they're saying something, and then they're at, like, and then it's getting mainstream media or whatever, and it's like, oh, you're not going to be able to play, like, the majority of your PS4 games, and then they're like, oh, no, 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 wait, no, no, no. This is actually a thing now. This is what we meant to say. Yeah, I, I, honestly, Sony just needs to come out and reveal and do like, hey, this is the reveal event. Because we already know what the Xbox One Series X is going to look like. We, It's just time for so- Sony to come out and do it. They're not doing E3. I understand that they're getting on, you know, they're on their own schedule and they don't want to do E3. Not that they could do E3. But... We we have they haven't been in E3 the last two years. They ha- didn't do a PSX. We expected the reveal in February. We're now almost at the end of March. Like, the, and and the rumor is the console is coming out at the end of October, early November. Like, how long are they going to wait to actually reveal the console to us? What if the console final design isn't even done yet because they don't want it to be a meme? I could totally see that being a thing. I, I... I don't think Sony really cares about that. 
No, because I mean, like the like the the series they showed the Series X, and then it's a fridge, and, and, and then it's a trash can, and then like that PS Five dev kit leaks, and like it's a it's a it's a toddler trainer toilet seat, and it's a vacuum, and when the PS Four released, it was an eraser. <laughs> eh. I mean, I can totally see them doing that, but like, I want to see more on this thing, like. And it's like I got some SSD specs or whatever, and it's just. Um, and the other thing is like they revealed all these specs or whatever, and like they're talking about the. I think they talked about the hard drive so much or whatever because it's obviously much better than the one in the Series X, and that's like what they're going with. Because like when you look at the specs side by side, they're both. I mean, like the Xbox Series X is looks better on paper. Which, like, when last gen started or whatever, it was all about power. I didn't really care or whatever, because it's like, I'm going to play games on it or whatever. And I am I have that same attitude going in or whatever. Like, I, I prefer Xbox or whatever. And last gen, I didn't care about how much less powerful the Xbox One was. And I'm going this way, too, or whatever. It's like, I don't care. They're about the same in my book. You know what I mean? Like, w- the with that hard drive or whatever, the third-party games are going to load in three seconds instead of six seconds, and, like, the resolution is going to be, like, slightly a little bit less to the point where I'm going to have to get within, like, three inches of my TV, my 65-inch television, to notice a difference. All right. All right, let's finish off this article real quick. Uh, Sony's focus on 3D audio in the PlayStation 5. Sony also spoke to some of the new features that the PlayStation 5 allows for, how 3D audio is such a major focus in letting developers, quote, build new dreams, end quote. Sony's goal for audio on the PlayStation 5 are great audio for all, not just people with soundbars or home theater systems. Hundreds of advanced sound sources, the intention is to make every sound in a game matter and be impactful. Presence and locality, the feeling of a player actually being in the world of the game. So certainly described it a bit about Sony's Tempest audio engine being used on the PlayStation 5 and how it will have many applications to the PlayStation 5. Its 3D audio functionality is key to Sony's endeavors. Sorry, my dog's drinking right now. Sony had the process of a multi-year process to process to properly allow for all the variances and how players listen to the games they play. While 3D audio on headphones is more precise, Sony's implementing virtual surround sound for TV speakers, essentially creating a sweet spot for the player to be situated so that the speakers can simulate 3D audio. Headphones are, quote, the gold standard for audio on the PlayStation 5 at this time, though. In fact, Sony was so bullish on how 3D audio could majorly impact that he even discussed a future when Sony could theoretically, years from now, Custom-built and mold audio equipment tuned to a player's ears. And I'm not going to read the specs because nobody's going to get the specs. But that's all the news that came out of this. Now, again, uh, you know, we, I've said this at the beginning of this topic, and I also said it throughout the topic. This was not for the gamers. This was more or less for the developers. But there are people that want to know the specs. Now we have the specs. Alex... How do you feel about all this? I mean, I know you said you're buying the PlayStation 5, probably not at launch, but does this interest you at all? I mean, I guess it's good to know. It's nice to hear. I, to be honest, I'm kind of like Joe, where I'm like, don't tell me what the specs are, because I, I'm not going to be able to relate to that. I want to see footage. I want to see gameplay. I want to see how it compares to the older PlayStation consoles, 
if you want to point out like how things run and frame rate and all that that's that's where you're going to get me um to be honest the backwards compatibility thing is a little bit more important to me than the specs so i mean as far as backwards compatibility and showing me how the system runs like that's that's where you're going to get me it's not in like oh well this has this processor and blah 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 and this is what it's going to do like i'm i just can't relate to that because I'm, I'm not i'm not focused on that i'm you know don't tell me show me i've always been more visual all right you i have no idea what you just said <laughs> but i'm with alex i'm more of a i'm more of a visual guy show me then tell me then i can put two and two together don't tell me, because I, I can't put two I'm and two sorry, together. Yield, I, I, I knew what your answer was going to be, but I still had to ask you. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that answer. I was trying to pay attention. You lost me after about the second sentence. And I'm just like, what? Well, I mean, like, it's like you said. Like, Even if there are certain people who don't necessarily care about this information, there are people like investors and there are you know PlayStation gamers who would like to know this information. They want to know the specs. So, I mean, they need to feed both audiences, essentially. Like, the the me and the yields, who just want to see gameplay, and then the trickies, who, you know, want to see gameplay also, but also want to know the specs, and, you know, they kind of... The power! Get, yeah. That can sit there and, like, are more technically focused than the, the rest of us. Oh, one thing I didn't say, because I skipped over, because I thought it was part of an article... For playing PlayStation 5 games, Cerny said ideally players will add to their uh, solid-state hard drive storage. The PlayStation 5 will have a bay that supports commercial M2 NVMe drives that players can purchase to expand their memory. However, Cerny did not specify... uh, Yeah, he didn't list them just yet. So there will be expandable storage as well. That's been with every PlayStation console, right? Well, since the 3. Yes or no? This what this is saying is that, uh, like I, I want to be clear about how I say it. Kind of like a save card. It's, Bring back memory cards. The best equivalent, and I, please take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt, because this is not what what it is. Essentially, what they're saying is that you're going to be able to buy drives to put a second hard drive into the PlayStation Five internally to supplement the one you already have. So it's not like taking one out and formatting a new one. It's, right, you have your original one, and then another one that goes in there as well. Right, but uh, again, take okay. take what I'm saying. Take what I'm saying as, with a grain of salt. I always do. Not that's not exactly what it is. It's just expandable storage internally. You will always be able to have the external. You're always going to have the one. But this is kind of like we're putting this in here, and this can be removed and taken out. At, you know, put it and taken out. At whim, without you know, damaging the console. What if the internal storage is a living thing and it can expand itself, and that's how it's expanding? It's self-expanding, which is how you can fit more on there. It's like a human. It's time it grows. to close out the show. It's time to close out the show. Hold it's on, alive! I have a question. I have a question for our guest sure. host. Now, I know that you talked about playing MLB the Show, um, Joe, because you like uh, on the Xbox because you like the controller. Let's say you go into a store and you have enough money to buy. Um, you know, a, a, a new console. What? Um, and they say, well, hey, supply is really constrained. We all, demand is so high that we can, you can only buy one. You can buy the Xbox or the PlayStation Five. Which one are you buying? Well, I'm gonna get the Xbox. Oh. So w- when you play the PlayStation, when you decide to, to come over to the PlayStation for a little bit, is that only because the the trophies, or do you actually like a lot of the games that Sony makes? 
So, um, when I finished my million gamer score, I promptly started playing God of War. That was the first thing I did. So, um, I mean, like, I play the first party games on it, and then I play the trophy spam. So, I mean, but and, you're more of like, what is it about Xbox that, that make would make you choose it over Sony? Is it like the, the online space? Is it the hardware itself? Is it the games? Oh, all my friends are on there. Um, like, I've, and I've met, like, tons of people on the Xbox, like, over the years. Um, I generally, like, um, I prefer the controller, and like a lot like i have bigger hands and i mean like the ps4 controller is not a bad controller but it's just like i don't prefer it as much as i prefer the xbox one controller because like um a lot of the for like first of all they have like tons of controllers like special ones and stuff like that that i like obviously i have i have like 30 xbox one controllers because I buy, like, special editions and stuff of that all the time. But, like, I like that they have ones with the grips on the back. And then I like that they have the Elite controllers, which are, like, customi you can customize them and stuff like that. Like, the sensitivity of the thumbsticks and, like, the types of thumbsticks that you use. Because when I play, like, like, a real game, I use one of those. And, like, those controllers are, like, in my opinion, like, the best controller on the planet. Like, nothing matches up to that Elite V2 so did you own, like, a, a PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 3? Did you ever play with the, the previous DualShocks? Oh, yeah. Um, so on the... Um, I have a PS3, and um, which I owned for the show, and I would buy, like, other exclusives. Like, I played Heavy Rain, and I played The Last of Us on it and stuff like that. But, like, I hate the DualShock 3 controller so much. Like, it's small, and it doesn't feel right in my hands, and like when I had a, when I had a PS One, it wasn't that bad. And I think it was because I was a kid, and the controller was small, and like my hands were obviously small, so it contoured my hands better. But like as I kind of like grew up or whatever, um, and I had a PS Two, I would not use the DualShock Twos. I had one of those wireless Logitech controllers. Do you know which one I'm talking about? I don't, I but I'm, so. I'm familiar with Logitech, so I mean. Yeah, the the Logitech controllers were a lot more comfortable than the DualShock 2s, and they were, like, a little bit pricier, but, like, I replaced all my DualShocks with those because they were just more comfortable in my hand, and it's just, like, I've never really been, like, a fan. Like, once I, like, became a teenager and, like, I kind of, like, grew, like, my hands grew and, like, my body grew and stuff like that or whatever, like, I did not like the DualShocks at all, and then, like the xbox controllers or whatever like fit better in my hands the reason i ask that is because like it feels like if you have stuck generally with like one mainline consoles series for like for you know most of the the time you've been playing like you get used to that controller and like everyone has their favorite controller so if you've been playing on playstations your entire life you can be like yeah the dualshock's great and all these other ones are you know garbage if you you know you, you primarily play the xbox you're like yeah of course the xbox is better um, but I mean, controller preference is very important because if it doesn't feel comfortable in your hands, then like it's it's not going to be great for you playing a game. Um, yeah, but like no. So you, it seems like the you PS4 have a controller isn't bad, and that community is a big draw for you because, like you said, you've met a ton of people online and, and just through playing games. Yeah, 
Um, but I mean, like 90% of the games I'm going to play are going to be third party as well. So I want to play it on the controller I'm more comfortable with. I mean, the DualShock 4 is definitely like a huge upgrade from like the, like the other DualShock mode. Like this feels comfortable in my hands and like, I like the, like the curves on the, like the, the R2 and the L2 and stuff like that. Like this controller is a huge improvement. Like I can play with this, but like when I use my PS3 to play games, I will use the PS4 controller. I will not use the PS3 one. I hate it. And I used to really like, like, um, when I would play, like, the 360 and stuff like that, uh, I used to really, really like that controller, like, a lot. Because it, it, like, fit in my hands, and it was really comfortable for me to use. But ever since I've gotten, a like, an Xbox One, and, like, th it, the controller feels, like, so good, I, like, go to play, like, a 360 game... Or whatever like a not backwards compatible game and i'm just like oh why would i ever use this thing like the controller is terrible to me now i mean the, the, the dual shock you said is generally too small for you to use and not as comfortable how do you feel about the dreamcast controller that that's one hell of a controller right there i never had a dreamcast actually oh, okay have you seen the controllers though and how big they are um another thing too um i remember when i worked at gamestop i was all, like I, I worked there when I was, like, 16, so, like, obviously I was still kind of growing, and I remember, like, when someone would trade in, like, the Duke or whatever. You remember that thing? Oh, the Duke was the badass. Yeah, so, like, I remember, like, um someone, like, trading that in or whatever, and I would, like, hold this, and I'm like, why would anyone ever use this? Like, this thing is just <laughs> massive, and it's uncomfortable, and I bought, one, I bought one of, like, the remakes, because um, I forgot who re some con uh, third-party controller company like remade them or whatever and like now that i'm like an adult or whatever and i'm like this thing like is not as bad as like i thought it was or whatever because it like my hands are much bigger so it fits in my hands better so like i get it i mean maybe if uh... we went back because i remember everyone talking about how the original xbox controller maybe that's the duke you were talking about correct yeah, the, like, the really big one. Like, it's just, it's massive. Yeah, because I'm looking at a picture of it now, and I just remember the original Xbox controller and being like, how the fuck can anybody find this comfortable? I mean, I don't have big hands overall. I've got small, carny hands, which is like, maybe why I like the PlayStation controller so much. But, uh, yeah, I just remember trying to play with the original Xbox controller, and it's like, it, like people would make jokes like it was playing with a potato, like it's massive and unwieldy. I, I, I just put the link in the Skype chat, by the way. Oh, I got my handy dandy cell phone here. Yeah. Seventy dollars. It was made, and it's made by Hyperkin. Yeah. Um, the other thing that's cool about that too is um, the Xbox button in the middle or whatever. It doubles as like the guide button that's like at the top in the middle. And uh, when you actually plug the controller in, the original Xbox uh, load up screen is on the uh, LCD screen in the middle, which is really cool. Well, originally when they released the Xbox, that little Xbox emblem in the middle, that didn't do anything, did it? No. It was just like a little this controller to tell you that you were playing with an Xbox. Yeah, in this one, it's it doubles as the like the home or the guide button, and it actually has an LCD screen in it that shows like the original Xbox boot up menu. All right, you want to close out the show now, Alex? Let's clean this shit up. Oh, come on. You got to give me a little bit more. Uh, Let's clean this shit up. 
Proofagaming.com is looking for some various podcasts, videos, news, sports, and generalized help with the site. If you're interested in buying, go to Proofagaming.com, click on the help on tab. Well, you can't do that. Just just email me on one of my socials. You need to stop plugging uh, Proofagaming.com when they can't get to the website. That's that's like it, in Pokemon the, Go when like there's a construction area and there's a Pokemon you want in the construction area and you can't walk to it to get it. The site will be up, hopefully, a couple days after this, uh, this show post. Uh... If you want to get a hold of us, there are several ways to get a hold of us. The first one is our phone number. Yield, what's the phone number? 330-PROVEN-9. 330-776-8369. You can send us an email at trophyhorse at provinggame.com. And you can contact us on Twitter. You can contact me at TrickyMate. Contact Alex at Saunders Rex. Contact Yield at I Yield to No One. Contact the site at Proving Gamer. Contact the show at Trophy Horse. Uh, check out our Twitch. What, what about, Twitch what about Joe? Well, I was going to give Joe a chance to plug everything later in the housekeeping. Fair enough. Uh, check us out on twitch.tv backslash Proving Gamer. Uh, our YouTube videos on YouTube. Search for Official Proving Gamer. If you listen to this podcast, we greatly appreciate it. Be sure to listen to our other podcasts, PG Spoilers and Game Stuff. All the podcasts can be wait, found wait, on Wait, hold Apple on, Tricky. I, I, I want to stop you there. Didn't Daryl say last week that it's defunct? PG Spoilers is defunct? Well, his version of PG spoilers. There's other versions going on. Ah, okay. See, Daryl liked to take like credit for PG spoilers, but it was never officially his show. It was the community it show. It was just. It's it's always been the community show. So if the community has a show, we will post it on there. But Daryl was just taking the reins for a while to pro- provide content for that feed for a while. So he says it's coming back. His version's coming back, but it's always been a community show. Uh, all the podcasts can be found on Apple Podcasts, formerly iTunes, Stitcher, your various podcast applications on your smart devices, Google Play, TuneIn, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Uh, PlayStation 4 communities. There's one for the site called Proving Gamer. There's one for the show called Trophy Whores. The Whores is spelled with two Vs, not a W. And Yields Group, which he'll never give you a shout-out, which is the Platinum Guild. I feel you, Kat. I like to imagine that Kaz Harai listens to this show... And then every time we go over the the whores being spelled with two V's instead of a W to get around uh, the PlayStation Network's little thing where we can't say whores on the network, I like to imagine that Kazurai just laughs and chuckles every time he hears that and he goes, those genius bastards, they got us again. Uh, Alex, tell us about Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is a charity initiative that every, t- every month bundles together digital media that uh, they sell at a reduced price in a bundle. It's tiered, uh, but basically you get to name your price for the bundle. Now, because it is tiered, the more you pay, the more of the content you'll get. So you have to hit certain benchmarks within the tiers in order to earn all the content. But, you know, if you have to spend $20 as opposed to $2, you are still going to get a great value for the games. Um, sometimes they, it's digi- it, uh, they've always got video games, but generally there's, there's sometimes like digital books and stuff like that. You can go to HumbleBundle.com to see what they're offering this month. You could also sign up for their electronic newsletter to stay abreast of all the latest news from Humble Bundle. But uh, yeah, because it is a charity initiative, you know, yeah, you can pay a little bit to get some games, but you know, do the best you can and give as much as you can uh, for the charity. All right, I know we said we weren't going to go over a bundle, but this particular bundle will, uh, as of recording, will be up for eight days, so you'll hear that uh, you'll be able to get this bundle once the show comes out. Uh, there is a Capcom Mega Bundle. For one dollar, you're going to be able to get Strider, the Mega Man Legacy Collection, Resident Evil, Resident Evil Reve- Revelations Two, Episode One, and Resident Evil Two with all in-game rewards unlocked. That's all for one dollar. 
For an average of $11.44, you're going to get everything I just mentioned, plus the Mega Man X Legacy Collection, Resident Evil Zero HD Remaster, Resident Evil Revelations, Devil May Cry 5. Oh, excuse me. You're going to get 50% off Devil May Cry 5, 50% off Resident Evil 2, and Resident Evil Revelations uh, 2 Complete Season. And if you pay $20 or more, you're going to get everything I just mentioned, plus Mega Man 11, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Edition, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen, Dead Rising 4, Resident Evil HD Remaster, and Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition. Yeah, so for 20 bucks, you get a shit ton of games. Yes. <laughs> that's so. That's a lot of games. That, um, yeah, is that, and, is and, that for Steam? Or that yes, for I was going to say. I, I was gonna say that is just for Steam. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you got me all excited I, for a second. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think I think it's uh, important to note that most of the time, if not all the time, I think it's the deals are for Steam games and not for necessarily for consoles, right? Yeah. Some, I sometimes mean, in do... the past there have been deals for the consoles, but usually it's safe to assume that it's just for Steam. I also want to note that if you pay ten dollars or more. There's another bundle where you're going to get 6, 12, 14, 20 visual novels for $10. Yeah, but you can't earn, like, PlayStation trophies, Tricky, so why would you want those? I'm just putting it out there. Keep it alive. All right, uh, back to the housekeeping. Uh, Yield, tell us about Amazon. Well... You people normally go. People normally go there. You can't get toilet paper. Don't try that because they're sold out. <laughs> but you normally go to Amazon. You can pretty much buy anything, and they'll ship it to you. Well, you might not get it right away now, unless it's like essentials. But I think I saw the news where Amazon's hiring a hundred thousand workers because right now they're just getting throttled by orders. So that's yeah, gonna, that's going to create a lot of jobs there. Work work at home customer service until. Un- until this pandemic blows over, then they'll lay everybody off. Uh, I, I want to note that right now for $5.94, you could get four rolls of toilet paper holiday-themed. We uh, we actually found a big pack of toilet paper, like a good amount of toilet paper at our Kroger last night, like 6 o'clock in the evening. So it's Woo! out there. You just, uh, you just got to go look. Yeah, The, the goddess found a 30-pack. We were stocked up for a while. Someone probably already wiped their ass on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, yeah, go to Amazon. Go to Proving Gamer first. Click on any Amazon. Well, I didn't think it the website you works. Shopper. That's true. That's why I didn't say nothing about the website. You said tell them about Amazon. You didn't tell them about the connection. Okay, between. well. So that's why I didn't talk about it. Look, just go to Amazon right, and help Kurt. stimulate the economy. Yes, and if you really want to help us out and you want to take that extra step, just send me a message. I will send you an Amazon link with our code on it, and then you can buy it that way. Uh, normally, this time, we would tell you about Extra Life, but we're going to cut back on telling you about Extra Life every week and just you know tell you about it periodically. Uh, and I want to give a shout-out to our Patreon producer, Felicia Steph. Patreon? Is that what I said? No, but like you didn't mention Patreon at all. As if they want to support us through Patreon. I was just about to go into it. Look, man, it's on the you... list between Amazon and Extra Life. So if you skip over it, like you don't mention anything, then you know I'm going to assume you just skipped over it. I'm trying to help. 
Go to patreon.com backslash proof of gamer. No matter what tier you decide to support us at, know that it's greatly appreciated and does help keep the lights on and does help pay for this giant mansion of our podcast server we're on. So, like, well, also, uh, I do want to mention, like, I know that right now time is not, like, it's not the best time to be asking for money because a lot of people, like, are out of work and, you know, they've got bills to take care of. If you can't help us financially, you can always help us by word of mouth. Talk about Trophy Horrors to tell people about Trophy Horrors and how much you like the show. Um, so word of mouth is the best advertising we can ask for, and like that's really the biggest way you could possibly help us. So uh, even if you can't help on Patreon because we know you know times are difficult for a lot of people right now, please just tell people about the show. Yes. Uh, actually, I know a couple of Patreons that reached out to me and said that they had to reduce their uh, patronage for the month because of the hard times. And then, like I like I told them, I totally understand. I'm not you know not expecting anybody to donate we just when i did that little spiel that was just basically letting people know there's options uh but obviously we know there's hard times for everybody and we're not expecting anything all right shout outs alex we're gonna start with you sir give a shout out to the listeners the fuel to the fire this trophy horse we know a lot of you guys are quarantined in your house and you know there's not typically a, a lot to do you know i mean if you got a new game you know you're playing some animal crossing that's that's something you got doom I'm sure you're having a lot of fun, but also there's a lot of time when you may not be playing those, so we appreciate if you spend some of that time with us. Your time is very precious, and we very much appreciate that one, you continue to listen and support the show, and that you continue to push us to even greater heights. Give a shout-out to Tricky and to Yield um, for recording tonight, and also Cool Kid Joe for coming on and being a tremendous host and basically shaming all the rest of us with uh, his platinum count. Yeah, I do stuff. <laughs> All right, Joe. Oh, before hold on, you do hold shout- on. Don't don't get me. Yeah, he's not done in the doghouse. I don't want. Yeah, don't get thrown out of the house. <laughs> uh, I want to give a shout out to my lovely girlfriend Ashley, who is knee deep in some Animal Crossing. I guess I should say eyeballs deep in Animal Crossing. Uh, I'm really glad that she's playing it and loving it because it's been a little bit hard for her to get into into a game and like stick with it. But it seems like Animal Crossing is that game. So I love you, honey, and I'm glad that you found uh, that new game that you love to play. All right, Joe, before you do your shout-outs, uh, tell everybody how they can find you on the Internet. Okay, so on uh, Twitter, I am at CoolKidJoe, XBL. Um, the XBL is there because uh, someone took the at CoolKidJoe Twitter handle and wasted it by tweeting a total six times. <laughs> and um, you oh, can also that. find me on um, CJ's show, uh, Push to Plat Level Cap. Uh, that's at Push number two Plat. Um, we do a weekly podcast. Usually every Friday we release an episode where we uh, talk about really easy trophy games and fun ones that we would recommend. What's What's next uh, on the hit list for trophies, for Platinum Trophies? Oh, right now I have no idea. It's just whatever comes out. Okay. I didn't know if you had a game in mind that you were targeting next. Like I didn't know if you uh, had like a, a lineup of games no, you're gonna tackle in order. Uh no, I don't I just kinda like come home and I just like I have a folder that says easy trophies or whatever and I'm just like, Yeah, I'll do that one today and then I kind of decide like what I did when I hit two fifty, I did it with Hellblade. So I think for three hundred I'm gonna pick another game that I enjoy. Hellblade is a very good game. Yes. Alright. Alright, Joe, do you have any shout outs? Uh, shout out to, uh, my man CJ, um, who, uh, I believe put you guys in contact with me to get me on here. Uh, he's a cool dude. Um, 
from Australia. I, I don't know if I used the word cool for him. Yeah, no, I mean he he's o- overly annoying. Get... Does come around a lot. Hey, I like the Australians and the funny choices of words that they use, like tracky decks for sweatpants. I love yes. when CJ comes on and brings his own special lingo to the show, just to kind of like, like things that we would say but translated to like Australian slang. Like I love that. Oh, I've been trying to get so more words out of him, and he just doesn't provide them to me. And I think it's because, like, uh, me and my buddy Chad, that like I talk to him every day on Xbox. We um, are always looking for new types of foreign words to incorporate into our basic vocabulary. I think with CJ, you like, we don't really say... force him to do anything. You just got to catch him off the cuff. Like he'll just get onto a yeah. rant, and, and you'll find a few gems in there. Yeah, like we don't call sweatpants sweatpants anymore. We call them tracky dacks now. <laughs> Tracky Dax. Yes. <laughs> Goddess, can you go get my Tracky Dax? It's almost like we need a new segment on the show, CJ's Slang of the Week. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, the problem is, like, he probably All doesn't right, even Joe, know you... it's slang because he's so used to it. <laughs> Joe, you have any more shout-outs? <laughs> um, no, I got, like, two friends, so that's about it. it. Well, I got I got good news for you. You have three new friends now. Nice. Yield your shout-out, sir. So, I'll give a shout-out to Cool Kid Joe for coming on and recording with us tonight. Give a shout-out to Tricky and Alex for showing up, braving the pandemic that will kill us all, and recording with us tonight. A shout-out to Hummer Good Stuff, Prepare to Die or Scum, Harry Balls on You for, again, braving the pandemic and hanging out and playing video games all day yesterday. Uh, Homer is, uh, to... is beating you now five to three in the tr- in the platinum race. I'm not worried. Uh, you got plenty out... of time now to earn some I've... trophy shield. I've got plenty of time. A shout out to Modos Gaming because I finished Jedi Fallen Order. I'm like I'm gonna start a new game. Mom, I got I picked up Extinction a while ago, so I opened it up, went to put in my deluxe edition season pass, and the code wouldn't work. So I tweeted at them, and they're going to hook me up with a new code. So shout out. Speaking to them. of codes, yeah, codes. The the, the Konami the code's the best code. The no, the the PlayStation Celebration code week three. Did your code work? Yes, I didn't get week one though. I I got week one and two, and when I tried to do three, it says my code's already been redeemed. See, I didn't get one, but got two and three, which I'm a little bit bummed. I would have rather have gotten one. But anyway, well, one, you check your messages because one didn't say week one. I did notice that. I I, I didn't. My two and three came specifically from Sony. And I didn't get a one. Anyway, uh, tricky derailed me. I think that's it. If not, I'll hook you up next week. Uh, unless you post in the platinum guild, because they'll never give you that one. That's right. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the listeners. Shout out to Joe. Thank you for coming on. Uh, it's been a pleasure. You got three new friends. I hope you come back. Uh, shout out to Sweet Mama D. Shout out to the Goddess. And if there's nothing else, until next week, happy trophy hunting. Bye. Later. Later.
The theme song is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith. Permission granted by the band and 12 Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com slash evenphilippines. <laughs> 